still just as bad as the first time. <laughs> that was bad. Still just as bad as the first Welcome, time. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Books and Betches. Not to be confused with books and bitches. I'm Ooh, Kristen, like and with me I have... Erica. And Maria. Uh, the steel drum's back. Yeah. <laughs> I We're personally back, asked for it. What Did people actually ask for the steel drum? You know what? Yes. Maybe one person did, and so... Multiple. Multiple. I think multiple mm-hmm. people asked for it. Shall we... Na- Shall was, we name? I farted. Shall we name the steel drum? Sally, Sally the steel drum. All right, Sally, it is. Ooh, that was, that was better. <laughs> that was better. Um, this is a books podcast. We talk about books. We are triple S. We swear. We spoil. And we talk about sex. If any of that bothers you, check out or leave it playing. I don't like that slurp. When <laughs> she slurp, there's a lot of slurping that happens. So if that offends you, I understand. <laughs> Go away. Um, this is kind of a special little episode that we're doing today, right, Maria? Can you tell how nervous Erica is? Yeah, Erica's squirming. If you're watching us on YouTube, then you know Erica's squirming in her seat. And there's a reason for that. We're doing Blight Risk today. We are doing E.L. DePinto. <laughs> and who is E.L. DePinto, Erica? That's me. That's you. Erica wrote a motherfucking book. This has been a podcast in the making because we've been talking about this book since the beginning of this podcast. Have we? I believe Uh, so. Yeah, because we were like, yeah, we'll we'll put your book on the podcast. We did. Did I mean going into this though when we started recording? Were you even thinking about writing a book? Um, I don't. I wrote no because I wrote the first one that was terrible (laughs) over the summer. Um, I did 60,000 words on that book. So and that like was almost fantasy. 200 pages that Damn. was just trash. So you wrote 200 pages and just threw it away. Yeah. Indefinitely tabled. Holy shit. And probably n- never to see the light of day that again. That would hurt me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to write something easier. <laughs> not easier. Romance <laughs> is not easier. Um, it, it is in the sense that like you don't have to like build a world, but it's so fucking hard. Um, just finishing a book is hard. So do you so remember? So then I wrote Flight Risk probably right around when we started the podcast. Do you remember the exact moment you said in your mind, I'm going to write a book? Do you remember I've what that was want, like? I've always wanted to write a book. But do you remember like sitting down and be like, like right before you type that first word, do you remember what that moment was like where you're yes. just like, I'm doing it now? So um, I had read probably 100, 150, somewhere between 100 and 150. And of books that like in 2020 from Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it had to be like I started reading in April because the first book that I read was the Crave book. Oh, that was the first that kickstarted that your kickstarted the reading? whole reading thing. Damn, that would have been. And then, I, right and now then your I, book is better than Crave. So, so I read that. So like, I read. <laughs> I read Crave and then I reread Twilight. And that was. I like, remember we talked about Twilight. Okay. So I was like rereading Interesting Twilight. Interesting start. So. um I read and then I started going down this like rabbit hole of like fantasy and then romance and like I was like wait I didn't know that there was rom-com books yeah like I had no idea that books were literally rom-coms and I like I've watched every rom-com ever created ever. like I am ever. obsessed with all rom-coms. of them okay I, no it's like legit like 90s rom-coms like everything um and then I was like, wait, there's a whole genre of books like this. I'm going to fucking read all of these, um, which I absolutely fucking can't. Like, there's too many. <laughs> um, so I think, I, I, like I said, I read like 100 and I was like, I'd write a book. <laughs> I could do this. It's, I've, it's I've read the, enough of the them. Audacity, the audacity. The, the goal. Yeah. Of John like, was like, nobody I know would sit, would read that many books and then go, 
I could do this. <laughs> he's like, I feel like, no, I feel like people think that. Like, especially when we read a book like Crave, yeah. where you're just like, this is trash and it got published. Like, I could do that. I could do that. But yeah. I think what he means is like, nobody would say that and, and then, then do, do it. it and believe That's in themselves the di- enough to do it. That's yeah. the difference, I think, from you and a lot of people is you actually sat down, you put pen to paper and you did it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm actually going to do this. And I've always wanted to write a book, but I always thought it was going to be like a funny self-help book. Do you remember that feeling? when you finished the very last word on your book do you remember just did you feel like holy shit I wrote a book or was it like so anticlimactic it was very anticlimactic what about when you actually finished the edits um, like, I feel like finishing the book is one thing but then going through the edits of it I is where I just think finishing the book like finishing the, getting mm. it out on paper it, you're never you never feel finished you never like feel I done. put it into publishing and I was like there are mistakes in this book <laughs> There are issues. Well, in we're going to talk about that. Um, basically, we're we're treating this like it's a normal fucking podcast. And I'm not here. We are <laughs> yeah. not. We are not biased. We're not. We're not. We're going to go hard on you, Erica. Yeah. We're telling you the truths here today. I will yep. start off by saying I really fucking enjoyed this book, and that's being and not as a friend. Not this is a book I would never read. Right? It's a rom com. It's like, not something I'm interested in. Pretty, like, pretty out there. <laughs> I read the whole thing. I enjoyed it's it. It's only three hundred pages. So I have not then. that many pages. I have a bunch of notes that I I, I love to share today. I was gonna take notes and I forgot. Yeah. Okay. I, but 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 let me. I have to show this. So I don't ever bring books here. Oh, you brought your book. I brought my copy in a wonderful sleeve from wow. Fairy Loot because I didn't want it to get hurt since it's paperback. I threw mine on a bookshelf so underneath a bunch see, of other books. I actually did annotate it. <gasps> annotate it. Show you in the camera. If you're watching tabs. on YouTube, you to can give see you it. An, to give you a sense, uh, oranges are my favorites. Moments as quotes. Oh. Pink was moments I felt suspense. Okay. Blue was what I thought would be foreshadowing. Didn't do much of it because I just didn't think. And then uh, green was writing and description. So oh. whenever Erica used some kind of like writing that I enjoyed, I was like, oh, green. I like that. I gotta say, I was running out of my orange tabs. <laughs> like, what was, was orange again? Favorites slash quotes. Mm. It's like favorite moments, That's basically. Good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 All right. So. so we don't want Erica to do the 60 seconds because that's a cop out, right? Yeah, you know, she should book, know like the, the back of your hand. But it'd be so funny to have her like say it and fuck it up still. <laughs> I know. It would. You're doing it. I'm doing it? Yeah. I think Maria should no, do no, it. No, 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 no. Um, you have not done a 60 seconds in a while. Are you going to be mad at me if I like completely <laughs> fuck you? I don't so. know the plot. <laughs> I remember most of the characters' names. I'm really bad. That's what I struggle. With. Brooks and Persephone. I got that. I got that. Okay. Blair. It's on the back of the book. Books, Persephone, Blair, and uh, those kids, and a couple other things. All right. Um, I will oh. do the 60 second. Maria, what is the 60 second? So if you're new here, welcome. <laughs> Our 60 seconds is basically we are summarizing the entire plot of this book front to back in 60 seconds or less. It's been a while since I've done one of uh, these. We are notoriously bad at this. Bad. Uh, if it's you're hard. hoping to get it's hard. if you're hoping to understand the entire book from this part this is not where you get it maybe stick around this is the funny <laughs> parts where we're just like uh, and then a lot of shit happens yes. and that's what I think makes this fun yes it's right. trying to summarize everything like for one of the other books we're gonna cover I, I've been testing it in my head because <gasps> I know I'm doing it you fucking I've been cheater. cheating I've been cheating to be like how Erica, would I do this what do we do about but listen, this but listen listen as I'm doing it in my head I'm like I know I will fuck this up which book uh, Ember and the Ashes if we get to it today erica i think we gotta do some reprimands okay um i, all right. I told you i could you have, have kept a, it to myself a clock i have a clock I yeah kept it to myself. It doesn't justify it at all <laughs> i all think right. it does <laughs> tell me in all right in three two 
So Persephone, we follow Persephone. It's from her perspective in the beginning. Um, basically, she's kind of down on her luck. Uh, we don't know right away that she's been abused by her ex-boyfriend, but we know that she's in a bar singing and meets a man named Brooks. Brooks, sexy motherfucker. <laughs> um, we don't really know too much about Persephone's fast, other than she's definitely running away from it. So, you know, she throws her cell phone like over a bridge. There's a whole thing. And Brooks is like, well, I'm going to give you my number. And she's kind of freaking out. And she's like, shit, I'm trying to leave that past. 30 seconds. Fuck. <laughs> so, dude, I'm not even close. So no, one. Brooks and Persephone get to know each other. And then like this, the past slowly starts to come out that she was like uh, abused by her ex. Oh, my God. Her ex ends up dating Brooks's sister they get married Persephone finds out at a wedding and then like a lot of shit happens and um Seven. they have to figure it out and navigate together and Five. fucking Blair's a real bitch um <laughs> two that was really one. bad that's the end that was terrible you spent the first half just talking about chapter, chapter one, one. Chapter that's one. Like, <sighs> Erica can you tell us what your book's about I mean that was like it's basically the overall of your book go the so, one-off sentence essentially Persephone runs away from her past, told in her perspective, and she has lied through her relationship with this with a new guy in a different city. The second half of the book is told from Brooks's perspective. Right, I missed that. And you kind of find out and unravel her lies through his eyes. That wasn't bad. It's good shit. I will say my biggest qualm. Ooh, already starting? Dual yes, perspective? Because, no, no. I, oh. I enjoyed that a lot. I... I don't like your synopsis on the back of the book. Okay. Because oh. because I think your book is a lot better than your synopsis. Okay. Genuinely, I think I think your synopsis doesn't um it doesn't amplify your book as much as I think it should because when I read it originally, I was like Eh, I don't know if I care enough about like these two care. I don't know them. Like I don't know. That's what I have a problem with on uh, synopsis when they're when they're those. It's like yeah. I wasn't meant to do this, but I did this. It's yeah. like it's sort of in first person in your synopsis. Yes, and I would prefer it to be outside. Me Just too. like more like what's happening. Just a yes. general syn- thing because yeah. if you put the already the synopsis within the characters yeah. and no one knows and no one cares about yet, it's like okay. Also, I don't think it all comes down to if I remember co- correctly, it's like during the wedding part, right? So you're almost giving away your twist without giving away your twist. So when I read it, I was like, you know, it takes half of the book to get to, to this get there, part yeah. in your synopsis. So I, that's my biggest qualm and if that's my biggest qualm, and That's I will really say <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those that reads a synopsis once and yeah. never goes back. Yeah. Because even if I've been like, let's say I, I see this book on the shelf at Barnes Noble, pick it up, buy it. Yep. I'm not going to read it right away because I'm terrible. I keep buying books instead of reading them. Right. When I have it on my shelf, I'm not going back to read that synopsis to, to start it. I just know I've bought that book. I want to read that book. I'll get to it. Totally. If I go back to the synopsis, I know I'm going to get spoiled from something. I hate it. My biggest thing when I'm buying books is first sentence or first page. Because if I'm in a bookstore and I open it, I'm always going to read the first sentence. Mm. And I think that's where your book... Because when you first... I don't know. My, what's my first sentence? Your first sentence is badass. I love yeah. it. I mean, I, I want to read it. I was going to say that's what... I don't when, Because when is. I read your synopsis, I was like, I don't know if I'll like this. I first sure sentence, I texted the group and I said, that's a banger first yeah, sentence. Yeah, that's what hooked me. Ready? At the end of the day, we are all just an accumulation of all our decisions, for better or for worse. Love that. Fucking good shit. That's a fantastic opening sentence. And I wish that your synopsis, um, I guess, measured up 
to that. And that's my biggest complaint. So I did the synopsis the way that I did it because I truly thought of this book in two parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's truly it is. Like, I agree. It is. It's Steph it's it's Seth's story and then it's Brooks figuring out what the fuck she did. Yes. And what's going on. Yes. So I truly wanted it to feel like it was like two parts. Yeah, and I think you did a very good job um of perspectives. I think it's so hard. Like the first part is written in her perspective, so you're telling a story from like her point of view. I think it's really hard to capture her voice and then switch over to like a dude's yeah, voice. And I think you did that really much, well. Very much is. Because there's I, parts I do like that you, you didn't yeah. do what the normal is, which is like one him, one her, one him, one yeah. her. Like you did a couple were him and then we go back to her when we need to keep the reader yeah. still like a little, in the dark. Yeah. And then go back to him when it's necessary. And I, I thought, thought that was really well done. I, I appreciate totally that. So my my editor specifically said that it was lazy for me to to have it like half and half and then have Seth and some of the Brooks half. I don't think it was lazy. And she was like, you either just do lazy. it all or one. It and she's, and yeah. I was like, I that, that was one of the no, edits. You know, I was like, you know who else it doesn't it? make sense for me to flip these chapters to Brooks chapters. You know yeah. who else did the same thing? I wish I just finished the book, The Stopover by T.L. Swan. Mm, I love it. Uh, she, no, you, t- you like the takeover. The takeover. stopover was the first one. Yeah. But she didn't Casanova's have... Casanova's out now. There's a third oh, one. I need, to, I need to dive... I mm, Stopover was not my favorite, so... Uh, but in her book, she also did that, where it's like most of it was in one perspective, and she'd sprinkle another one when it made sense. Usually it's a guy that yeah. you sprinkle. Like she sprinkled Usually the guy. it's a guy that gets sprinkled. I do want to talk about the story a little bit, because there's probably a good chance a lot of people listening haven't even read the book yet, to which I say, please go get this How book. How dare you? It's Erica's debut novel. <laughs> it's absolutely worth the read. Um, I'm so proud of you and i'm not just saying that as a friend i'm saying that genuinely i'm um, impressed by her i am i'm very impressed i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't know what i was gonna get into <laughs> i was you like didn't know if it was gonna be absolute trash fucking suck but no, it as was good I, I remember i read the first chapter yeah and seeing the first chapter from what you s- first showed me yep. to this beautiful progression yeah because yeah. i remember one of my first notes to you at the first chapter which i'm not a fucking editor who do, mm-hmm. what do i know but mm-hmm. i gave my insight the first one felt full because you added a lot of the uncle story yeah. in there. Yeah, and I, I remember I told you I was like maybe you might want to sprint that out because it feels like it's a lot of data dumping in the beginning. And mm-hmm. what what you changed to for chapter one felt so good, so yeah. concise, and like it flowed really well. So, yeah, yeah. So the book opens, like I said, in a bar. And Persephone is dancing, and it's like, I love the scene of her just like balls to the wall, having fun. Very you. Um, there's a lot of you There's in a lot Persephone. of Erica yeah. in this there's book. There's a lot of you, even to the point of some of the things she said. Where yeah. I was like, no, I've wait, heard, till, wait till I get to the. Heard Erica later. say that. Um, so we're in this bar, um, and then, you know, we meet Brooks for the first time. Now, after they meet, she gives him like reluctantly, a fake, a f- gives him oh, a, her old phone number. Her old phone number. And she knows like he can't reach her. But she ends up changing her entire appearance. She, you know, dyes her hair, the whole nine. So coincidentally, um, which I want to talk about because you've mentioned coincidences before. But coincidentally, she's at a at a restaurant the following day and just happens to know the following week, the following week. week and happens to stumble upon Brooks. And, you know, all the waiters are into him. He's the handsome. He's a handsome Southern. You man know, it's a rom com. He is a town. Ta- he's <laughs> yeah. a town lawyer. Everyone knows yep. him and loves him. Of course, he's a lawyer. Successful. Wears suits. Yeah. Um, so they meet again and he doesn't recognize her. 
Um, at the bar, he heard her say Steph as her name. Yes. Because she said Seth, because that's what they call her. And so he thinks that he met some girl named Steph, and now he meets this girl again, and he doesn't even realize that he already met her. She says Persephone. She says Persephone. So he's like, oh, that's an interesting name. <laughs> and most of the book is their relationship developing. Her being kind of reluctant in the beginning because... You know, she doesn't want him to know about her past, and she's also like to give it back to her. She's she's running from her ex, yeah, uh, fiance Harrison Brooke uh, Harrison, Harrison slash Graham Graham, <laughs> and so Harrison is she's running from him, so she doesn't even want to start something new because she's obviously grieving her previous. Really, she found out that he was cheating on her mm-hmm. uh, through an illicit video <laughs> on a laptop. Listen, if I found my fiance. <laughs> Banging with, another bitch, banging another bitch on the laptop. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't leave. I'd wait for his ass to get home. Then you know their relationship progresses to a point where eventually Brooks tells her that he loves her, and she's falling in love with him too. How could you not? He's such a charmer. They have a great relationship. They bounce awesome off banter. so well. Awesome great banter. banter. Everyone has said that the banter is like next level. Yeah. Great, love like the banter. One of the best parts. Yeah. Of the it book. is. It is. It does feel um, realistic. Yeah. And realistic that was my banter. goal. Was like one of the things I hate in romance novels is like uncomfortable like conversations that yeah. like mm-hmm. don't feel realistic it doesn't sound like this person's ever been on a date before mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like this person has even talked to a like a hot yeah. guy like and i wanted it to feel more like authentic and like like people would talk and you know when you're on a date for the first time you're like awkward as fuck and like you're like how do i feel this you just make jokes and then you guys yeah. get on a rant about like movies and stuff stupid that's and that's what they did and i i also really i love adored that um so she gets invited to his sister's wedding reluctantly she and does not want to go because her sister's yeah. wedding is in, in new, new york, york where she's run from she's run from new york to georgia and so she has to she doesn't want to go to this wedding but it's his it's for brooks's sister and obviously brooks is so serious about her he wants her to meet his family and so she decides to go and it's on the same date that she would have married harrison harrison <laughs> this is where shit hits hits the the fan fan. yeah this is where the book takes a turn it gets juicy i will say i want to say here that i think you did a really good job pacing the book i think towards the end you kind of threw a couple things that i was just like oh i wish i got like maybe a hundred more pages of this like slowing down but you made it work for me the beginning like the first two thirds i blazed through i loved it i I couldn't put the book down like i was really engaged Towards the end is where I think after the big climax with Harrison mm-hmm. in the cabin. Yeah. After that, it felt like it was touch and go for me. Yeah. It was a little bumpy. Yeah. And I was sort of like, okay, let's, let's, let's either ramp up to an end mm-hmm. because I think it felt like an ending point. Which is interesting because when people read it, they said that the end was too quick. I thought it was too quick because I th- to me, it feels that way because the cabin felt like a true end. Yeah. Because the way the cabin happens, which I we should talk well, about. Well, yeah, let's, let's get there. Let's, let's go get there. there. Go ahead. So at the wedding, um, which I think you did really well, and I know this is some of your favorite parts too. Um, at the wedding, she's late to the wedding, so she doesn't even actually. I thought like she did it purposely. Tell me, if she, was it purposefully? No, per- she, her like flight got delayed. I so yeah, in my mind, part I thought of me maybe, was like yeah. she she made it so that she was at the last possible yeah. second, so she spends the least amount of time in, in New York. York. I gathered that too. Well, the, she took like the latest flight. Yes. She could. She yeah. took like all yeah. the latest, yeah. like everything. So it just it, happened to go get yeah. delayed too. Like, yeah. uh. So she shows up late, misses the actual um, wedding ceremony. And she's like, oh, I'll meet you, oh, you know, reception. at the reception. And she's dancing, having a good time. And lo and behold, we find out. What's also great too is that she is seated 
with Brooks super far from yes. the bride and groom. Which, like, yeah. if you've been to a big wedding, or you've just been, like, sometimes you don't see, like... I yeah. barely see saw shit. you from how where you were sitting. Dude, I, didn't, wedding. I didn't see Gap, like, at all. She was That's so far That's what I'm saying. Away. Like, sometimes, yeah. like, I, so I truly wrote that, that as a perspective of, I've been to 30 weddings. Yeah. Like, this is happening. But that makes total sense because, like, as a reader going in, thinking, like, if this whole twist coming with Harrison... Mm-hmm. How, how would you not have seen him right right in right. the reception when they walk in how would you not have seen him but if she's sitting so far away yeah and you don't give a shit about and the you don't people. give yep. a damn you're, yep. you're not really your guy. even at them yeah. you're like well, I don't so, even know who these people are it's when she's dancing uh, one of the groomsmen comes up to her and it turns out it's this guy Doug who is a friend of Harrison's. So I was curious if you were going to change it up because you had told us in the past what the twist was. I know you had forgotten about it. I forgot it. entirely about but it. But I had wondered if you had were going to change it so that she only sees the friend of Harrison's and it's not actually Harrison. So I was very curious where that was going. So Doug comes up to her and like, you know, Brooke sees them fighting and it sounds serious and he's like, he's going to fucking kill you. He needs this thing. Like, he's, it, like Harrison's looking for something. You took something of his. But then yeah. we find out that the groom is Harrison. I actually marrying audibly gasped. Brooks That's sister. That's what a lot of people said. I audibly gasped. I was sitting there. What are like, the odds? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? You didn't remember. She literally said, I, I'm telling you, I read a I synopsis and I forget. You did. You did. You probably told Kristen, but you didn't tell well, me. You I think said, Maria didn't want to know. We were in here and you said, I had an idea for a book where, uh, and you literally said that it was it. That. Yeah. I didn't. I don't, I don't uh, think after I didn't that register point, it. though. I didn't register it. That's how you wrote your book. The whole idea was, was based that, off that the twist, twist which i love i think that's awesome like literally i was like wouldn't it be crazy if that happened yes like, what would you do i that's crazy right so any we find out he's looking harrison's looking for something we don't know what it is but he's threatening um persephone obviously and he and, and you know we already know that he's abusive and which i will say i know Chris, uh, erica's not much on trigger warnings because she doesn't need them yes i forget that that trigger warning if you have a trigger warning or trigger for domestic abuse yes be careful going into this book for sure because it's heavy yeah it is and so some stuff happens you know they go end up going back to georgia and persephone's like well i gotta run again you know flight she's a fucking flight risk no my favorite part of this whole book is how she leaves, she leaves. Them at the wedding so she oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. brooks comes out mm-hmm. he's like yo you okay she's like yeah i'm fine listen i'm just gonna head to the hotel yeah. i'll meet you there uh just you know i just need to whatever it is right she just gives a, a blatant excuse and the last line of that of i think i of I that chapter marked it. Yeah. hold on it's one of my it's favorite parts of the entire book I just 12, over. <laughs> here we go here we go it didn't hit me until the car was no longer in sight that she never asked for the name of my hotel my room number or the extra key card yes like oh, I, just got <laughs> I literally was like there I'm like oh, i forgot about that no. like she's fucking yeah. gone she's gone yep. Yep. but also it's like how sly does she have to be yeah. to still to still play that off well enough to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll see you later and just hop in a car and go. So chill about it too. So, yeah. And I love that it's not from her perspective. Yes. So yes. most of the rest of the book now is from Brooke's perspective, mm-hmm. which is really neat. I think it's the perfect timing. Because now you, you're just as confused as he is. Exactly. And you're finding out what he finds out when he finds out. So now, yes. now the real shit's coming out, right? Like we know just how bad the abuse was. We start to learn these things. She ends up leaving and going to fucking Montana. Oh, 
all places. <laughs> I love that one of our, some, yeah. one of our followers is like from like that town or yeah. something. Really? Like, yeah, she yeah. goes, this is perfect. It summarizes it perfectly because you were like fucking bumfuck Montana. I did like, I did like look at the town and I like did like a Google. I literally was on Google Maps like doing that street view where you like yeah. comb through the street and yeah. I was like, all right, this looks like a good like remote street. <laughs> That's so funny. So it is very realistic on how, like, where I chose, like, yeah. the location of the cabin and, like... It would make sense to go somewhere like that, too, if you're trying Oh, we to have to also say, uh, Persephone's past. She's, yes. like, the daughter of a hedge fund, like, boss owner thing. Yeah. What, do you, what do you do for hedge funds? Like, what is it? Um, It's investment. Okay. Investment so her father banking. had died. He's worth a lot of money. And left millions. her yeah. millions and millions of dollars. And obviously after her father's death, Persephone went into a very deep depression Mm -hmm. that changed her relationship with Harrison. Harrison was just a dick. Horrible. Like if, if my partner's parent died, like, yeah, I wouldn't, I would just be with them until they stopped grieving. Exactly. I think Harrison was like good until he was bad. Like he was Uh like good for a little after it. And then was like, at a certain point, he's like, you need to get over this. He extorted people. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying like... In, in the book, the, it didn't feel that yeah. way. In the mm. book, it felt he like he was a, shit, like a shithead from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. But maybe it's because I know he's a shithead. And I don't I don't want to see the good in him. Can, to be honest, I, I like that better. Like that, that he was just, just a bad person. Yeah. I love having like a good evil Yeah, in just there have him evil. Good. Yeah, he was just a bad dude. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the main reason why like that whole problem began is because of her depression. He didn't want to just accept that she was depressed. Um obviously she has a lot of money and in the will uh from her father's death said like you have to have a prenup mm-hmm. for any marriage you have after this yeah right? and so harrison finding that out after the death of her father is like well fuck yeah i had a plan yeah so then now brooks is like what is going on i gotta get to my girl and then you know he's he's very protective yeah and blair is the is who's marrying harrison sister and hits his sister and she's it's a bitch. Horrible. I a bitch. hate her. Wasn't even redeemable. <laughs> I don't like that she even got what she got at the end. I know. Like, but like, like I, I love, wish she didn't I love get it. how like emotional you are about it. Yeah. I fucking like, hate her. Yeah. I feel yeah. hate her. Like, yeah. you, we talked about this. Like yeah. there are some characters you're just supposed to hate. Yep. Just everything and she, she you were did. Just and it makes to sense because she's with Harrison, so it makes yeah. sense. But also like knowing that she knew what Harrison was doing. Yeah. And was part of so the extortion and the and those yeah. the, the stealing like, to of, an extent, of Persephone's yeah, money. Yeah. Like so, basically, bitch. Brooks finds out where Persephone is in Montana and accidentally blurts it to his sister. And now we know Harrison is like you know trying to hunt her down for something. We just don't know what. And he finds out that Harrison's going to Montana to like get whatever he wants from Persephone. And Brooks is like, oh fuck no, and goes out there at the same time. And there's this big moment where like base i know i'm skipping over some stuff but basically um harrison finds persephone and he's like beating the shit out of her and trying to get she's like i don't know what you want she doesn't he's trying to know. get her to confess whatever she knows what she doesn't yeah. know anything. and brooks walks in at that moment and like is trying to help persephone but gets his ass beat which i love that he wasn't the knight in shining armor yeah i love that Erica. i also love this is probably like because of where we used to work yeah but when he gets <laughs> <laughs> he put a chair 
when he gets hit over the head with a chair, I'm just yes. thinking of like I'm thinking of Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> with a fucking metal chair and just bashing someone's head. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I did it like that because I wanted him to not be a um a reliable narrator. Yeah, I wanted it to like have that. Oh, so like when he that. gets gaslighted, it makes, it sense. makes yeah. more yes. sense instead of that. him being like 100 percent like absolutely fucking not. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, well, the fact that he was half blacked hit, out, like mm-hmm. I can't really, I didn't really see, like mm-hmm. it just created like another layer of like is that really what happened like uh-huh. is, is Persephone telling the truth here yeah and she there was, hasn't there was also a gun involved and I remember reading that and being like oh god what's gonna happen I knew it was gonna happen it I did happens. too I did too but no offense to you but the, like, way, the gun yeah, thing yeah, always yeah. happens like that someone's the, like you're struggling and it's like bam <gasps> but the way you wrote it if I can remember correctly it was like he was like blacking out because this is from Brooke's perspective I remember I think I got chills because like he was like and the last thing I heard was like a gunshot mm-hmm. or something the way you wrote it was beautiful and I texted you after I was like fantastic scene (laughs) that was probably my favorite scene so Persephone shoots Harrison and that's when like you know shit like starts to hit the fan with Blair and the mom and Blair is like Persephone shot my husband and which like you probably would no no what do you mean I just hate the bitch I know so I don't give a fuck what her reasonings are she's still a brat and I want to punch her in the face Brooks is trying really hard to like be like your man is in the wrong it's your it's Harrison's problem and he brings over a phone that he finds going through like her stuff I thought that was a good I don't know if like you I want to talk how that about read that I want to talk about this because he ends up showing the mom and Blair the pictures and videos of Persephone being had. Ab- abused so it's like clear evidence right mm-hmm. and and the fact that Blair is just like turns a blind eye the mom is kind of like yeah I mean you can't really fake this my problem with this is there's no consequence for this in the end you don't bring it back up like so does persephone just never find out that brooks completely invaded her privacy she does she does he tells her yeah that she showed blair and the mom he doesn't tell her that he showed it i think that's like one of the if i she found did, out he didn't mention that because yeah. if i had found out that the man i love showed my like my parent and my my sister videos of me and my most dramatic and like vulnerable yeah i don't know if i would ever forgive that person i don't know if i would necessarily i guess i didn't even like think of that so maybe he just never like it wasn't yeah talked about because like they're so like the family is so broken right now that it's like and plus at that point in the book they both know why he was doing it they both have had lied to each other yeah so they were both in this mutual sense of like we've both betrayed Mm -hmm. you went into my phone and went into my private things and found out messages of when, where my the storage unit is for all the stuff that that was part of her life, right? Yeah. So that and then that's how he found the the videos and things. But then also on the other side, Persephone has not been telling Brooks everything. So it's yeah. like you we've both lied to each other. So at this point, we're kind of on level ground. But yeah, she, he never mentioned that he showed the videos to anybody. Yeah. What did you but, guys think about the actual videos, though? Okay, wait. So the ending. That's where I want the trigger warning on this book because yeah. I was uncomfortable. So this is the how the book ends. <laughs> we're getting into the ending. He They end up finding what Harrison is looking for is a bunch of hard drives, which are like lined in the grandma's stuff, which I thought was which cool. Is, I thought I've had a feeling that this was going to happen. Yeah, that was neat, though. But I thought it was going to be coke. I thought it was going to be That's coke. what originally it was. So, and John was like, why would he have this much coke? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Elite like, New Yorkers, why wouldn't he that I much was like, coke? Especially, especially because... As a sales dude? Like, fuck but yeah. The, the chapter where Brooks is at the rehearsal dinner. They're all blowing and coke. And Blair and them are all doing lines yeah. of coke. I thought 
make sense. He's a dealer on the side. Well, there was coke involved. There but was. She, she, they basically found a bunch of hard drives, add a bunch of sex tapes on it. He and his friends have been extorting and just like fucking big business owners uh, daughters. daughters and that's like the the point where they're like okay we have enough to go after harrison in the end there's a lawsuit i know i'm brushing over a lot of stuff but just to get to the end um she brings in her uncles they take harrison down blair divorces harrison um and ends on, up having on a condition, condition. On a condition which, which is like having being look at me as if this chick actually exists <laughs> which is so like being her. a part of the owner in her dad's business so that's kind of how it ends we end with a fucking epilogue where you oh, don't like prologues i don't like epilogues either we didn't I, no i offense. thought the epilogue was good i like it was fine i'll say the epilogue was good because it wasn't super dramatic it was just kind of like okay this that's is what like it's supposed to be it was just kind of like a wrap like up of like yeah of like with their relationships yeah a year progressed. later yeah they okay well then there's like... an everything was happy in the end now my second qualm that i wish you did oh throughout the book we get the dad um her dad's dead but we get these little fun things we know that he's like a quirky like Weird, pranky yeah. love that love her dad it gives him so much like character for somebody that we never get to see i wish in the end he pulled one last prank I wish that before like he died, thing. before he died, he had set something up that somehow helped in the case or like helped somehow. And in the end, it was like the dad's bath, like last hurrah. That would have been good. I that thought that would have been really yeah. neat to tie that. Together. I just don't know what it would have been. I don't either. But there's <laughs> something like there. if we want to if you want to like push it far, maybe he before he died knew of what Harrison was yes. doing, but couldn't do anything about it yes. before his death. But he, you know, has something like set up, like, a set up, up the prenup or something. Yeah, yeah that's how Whatever. he has the prenup. Yeah. It's One like, last shebang. This is added because I found out your man's a shit. So. And the, I think the only other last thing that I had as constructive criticism was. Uh, with the dad, the note that he left her. People so love that. Sweet. You threw every mantra, every. Yeah, <laughs> That's so I, will funny. Say, I was like, I will dude, say chill the fuck the, out. The mottos in there and the <laughs> amount of like, to be like, go out there and try, my darling. I should let you fail more. I'm like, okay, I get it. You're After a great the dad. Second paragraph, I was like, Erica, you were definitely writing this Yo, with goosebumps, and you're probably like, yeah. <laughs> people, I can't tell you how many people wrote in and and said that that letter made them cry. And they, they were like, like okay. At the they beginning, were like, I thought it was cheesy. There as was fuck. people. No, at the there was people who were like, my dad. Like yeah. this. Like, well, I wish I had. At the it. beginning yeah. of the, no, the letter, right? The first bit. Of, once he did, either. My dad would be he like, did the first thing of saying, I should let you fail more. I was like, there. Yep. You, you, got, the, <laughs> yeah. you got it. You got it. And then it kept going, and I was like, oh, okay. It's a long ass letter. It was long. Yep. I put extremely heart touching, though it felt like you threw every mantra and quote at us that you could possibly find on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I'll tell you my all time favorite scene in your book was okay. the uh, baseball scene. I, wrote, I was gonna say this is a Twilight scene. I'm not. I wrote. I love the baseball scene. I think you nailed the love for it. The part where you said this is a ballpark and not a stadium touched my heartstrings. Because you're a baseball fan. I'm a huge baseball nerd. I love. So the that Cubs. was an ode to Wrigley to Fenway. Oh, fuck off. Wrigley is the real no, ballpark. No, Fenway, Fenway is also a very, very know, old stadium. They call it a stadium. So I it was an ode. It was like an ode to play to tennis. <laughs> I'm a tennis gal. But I'll let you know when I read the whole baseball scene, I was grinning from ear to ear. I was it like, was very fun. I was like, this is nice. I um, think you nailed that. The, oh, and the mascot I, you, joke was. You funny. know what I wished? I know, you know what I wish you would have done to just to set up the, the little bit? where uh brooks is coming after for to say that that line he was saying when the mascot part yeah and she sort of flinches yeah i kind of wished uh you could have had him 
acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah, like him notice it. Because yeah. when you have, when someone comes up to you like this, you flinch. Like, you start, like usually you acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing that I actually really loved was I love that you called it out and you said, we can't keep prolonging sex. Because in every book that's like a slow burn, they're like, we almost had sex and then we didn't. We almost had sex and then we didn't. And it's like, nobody acknowledges it. But your character was just like, are we ever going to, like, we're definitely going to fuck. Like, it's going to happen. And I was like, oh, cool. She just called that shit right out. I love that. Oh, yeah. That. What did you guys think about the smut level? It was like one on a scale of five. No, I know. Because my fucking mother is reading this book. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, this has to be so I hard. I think it was kind of like a two for me. Two or three. Not compared to what the shit she's got me I reading. I thought it was good for a closed door. Feed yeah, the black. it was I perfect. Mean, there's not much closed door. It was, it was like a little, little, little. She didn't say any. It, the door is a jar. The door is a jar. Yeah. She didn't I'm not, say the, a single slick fold. The both sex. The, yeah. Like fucking. She doesn't have to be explicit for to for it to but that's be what I meant. like. So, I just meant there wasn't any. Explicit. Yeah. No. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't say vulvas or anything like that. All right. Let's go to every part that Erica was in this book because Erica. All right. Number a lot one. of Erica and Persephone. But, number one, and yes. because I've actually like experienced this next to Erica. <laughs> Uh, Erica and fucking raw meat. Okay. What? Erica is one of those that eats her steak raw. Oh, true. true, Very, very, very. When we were at Capitol Grill for restaurant week, what was it, like six years ago? Dude, I remember that. It was We had our own private room. We had our own table. It was was nice. No, not that was the second time. The first time was when we were all at that long table. Oh, the real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 20 of us. It was like restaurant week. Yep. And I'm next to Erica. And she goes, yeah, I want it raw. I want it like raw. And I go, wait, what? I'd like it well. Yes, medium well is fine. Because oh I'm not, I've had like pink meat before and I like vomited from it. Yeah. So she brings, or they bring her the steak. And I'm like, Erica, that's straight off like the fucking butcher that block. That shit's still moving. It's still like, it's bleeding red. It's like yeah. the most flavor. It's, and I Great tried flavor. it. She's like, do you want to try it? I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Because at this point, if you think it's the hoo-ha, she's made a whole spiel about how it, this is the best. You can only have it like this. She would. Anyone who has it Ew. well done is a psychopath. Like, she literally had a whole... A, a steak What stop. happened yeah. in this book with Persephone and Brooks is what she did to me yes. at the restaurant. So I tried that shit. And I said, this is still cold. <laughs> You hear to her first. It's like a certain temperature. Erica likes cold meat. The outside is slightly seared and the inside is cold. Very tasty though. Another part that was definitely Erica, and I already, I texted the group this. You said the quote, dogs will be dogs. (laughs) I can't count. I can't even count on the number of my fingers. The amount of times I've heard her say dogs will be dogs. Why do you say that? I don't know, man. That this whole book is like a a mixture of like shit I've said on dates, <laughs> shit me and John have said to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, a lot of this book was her and John, and yeah. I didn't want to imagine that because I wanted them to be separate characters. Yeah. But I kept going back to so like that's some shit John would say. Yeah, I poured a lot of me and John's relationship into this. But that's good. And like my family and and even things like my friends have said or conversations I've had. There's with a like Kristen in this book. Friends, yeah, like yeah, what's up? One of the yeah, one of the <laughs> and then my nickname's it, Mia. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that was for you. Fuck. That was for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, we got screwed over. But yeah, it's we fine. did. It's fine. <laughs> a lot of the funny parts were things that have actually happened to me, or yeah. like conversations that have actually happened. The whole steak grading thing is something I used to do when I used to date. Yep. You still do it. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just saying, no, I would, like, literally judge, like, a guy and be like, I'm not dating him. <laughs> no second date. <laughs> I love you that. You just ordered a well-done steak. I thought that That's was, so I thought funny. that it really added to, the, I love the legal talk, like, when they were oh, just, yeah, like, like That's banter. what I wanted to ask you. Did you have to do a lot of research in regards to the laws and stuff? Because there was legal stuff involved um, in this. So, I, I personally just know this from, like, life that, like, um, when you make a sex tape like that and you do extortion and all that kind of stuff, um, there's only a fine associated with it. There is no, there's no like jail time. There's no anything when you do that. Um, and I specifically looked up for the state and blah, blah, and all that kind of stuff. And I did a little bit of research back on that. I have a lawyer friend that I talked to about it. That's cool. Um, and that's kind of why I had to create this whole other situation. And she didn't want to bring in the abuse part of it because, like, the videos weren't clear. Yeah. So it's, like, this whole, like... It could be misconstrued. There's yeah. a l- whole, like, other situation of, like, I don't want to bring this whole thing into it. I want to just, like, sure. get him away from me. And, like, I, and also, like, I think the most authentic part about that is who the fuck would want to go on trial and relive their exactly. abuse? Exactly. No Exactly. That's which why a lot, a lot of women, women don't. A lot of if women you can just fuck him another way, you're gonna fuck him another way. Yeah. Which is what she I ended did up love doing. What, like when she when it was all in Brooks's perspective and Persephone, she's like, just you wait. I got I got something to do. I got, yeah. I got it. And then the uncles. Are any of the uncles like based off of your actual uncles? They felt now very I, mafia. Now that I've been to your wedding, very Italian. There's that one uncle oh, that had the fedora, <laughs> the one who was dancing the whole fucking. <laughs> or my the, the one that had the uncles. yeah yeah yeah. 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 Uh, so he gave me the uncle vibes like real yeah. hard. My family is <laughs> very well known in Boston. Nice, and they have a lot of friends and yeah. a lot of friends' friends. Um, do I think one of my uncles could uh, like acquire a, a block of coke like that those guys did and like plant it and do that? No, I don't think I would like call them up for that. Um, but my uncle, ha- my uncles have got me out of some binds before. Yeah. I love um, that. That's nice. And I, like with, the, I like that. Their connections. I like that last. I like uh, how it tied in. Where it's like everyone who knows somebody knows somebody that knows somebody. I think everything tied together perfectly in the end with a bow, and I think you did a really good job pacing it out and getting it to get there the last constructive criticism that i've already told you a million times work on your fucking tenses please for the love of god i didn't even notice it there was five of them that took me out of the book i (laughs) just i just noticed uh small mistakes it was just the like, tenses. At one point, you named Harrison in Brooks's uh, perspective before he was even revealed as Harrison. Oh, fuck. I thought I changed that one. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring it up. I didn't even notice that. But it's like, they're so small. That. Like, yeah. I didn't care. You can always do a reprint. I... No, it's fine. <laughs> it's out. It's gone. Yeah, but then this one bumps like, up and down. But no one... That doesn't matter. I thought, I know. like... I didn't even I notice I didn't that. notice the tenses. I only noticed the tenses. I, but I'm not good at tenses either, so... Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking hard to fix. There was only, like, two of them that were really bad, but the other ones I didn't care too much about. But I've told you that already. Um, other than that, Erica, debut novel. Novel. Yeah. Like fuck, that's awesome! You did a great you did job, so I'm so, and I'm glad we got I'm to so talk about it. And, so and I hope I'm everybody happy it finished. It. Remember back then we were like, Erica, have you finished your book? And you're like, oh, I, I, I didn't think we would. It. I didn't think we get. I thought this would be like how we feel about the podcast, where we said we were going to do it and it would never happen. I thought that was going to be your book, and you've proven me wrong. And then it's some fucking fucking. Oh, it's not there. It's right here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking here. It's here. Show the cam. I'm so proud of you. I'm excited. Book two is in the works. <laughs> Not for this series, but for a whole new series. Book two is um, an urban fantasy. Yes. And it is going to be extremely smutty, and oh, there's going to be sex, and there's going to be... 
Slick vote. Oh, Slick see, fold. I even <gasps> I even marked when Graham's reveal. Are you gonna tell one eighty seven? Oh, oh. Are you gonna like, <gasps> like tell your parent like, hey, don't read this? Yeah, yeah. Because it's I, like I need you to you sign don't, this. You don't need. You don't need to. <laughs> you saw it here first. She's signing it. And on that note. Everybody go pick up Flight Risk. Where can you find it, Erica? On Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere where you get your books. Anywhere you get your books. So look it up, Flight Risk by And take EO a picture with it and tag us. Yes. yes. So we can share yes. you. And make sure up. you rate it on Amazon or Goodreads or whatever. Storygraph, wherever, wherever you, rate you rate books. It. Yes, definitely check it out. And thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be coming back again next week. Don't you worry. Erica, we're both very proud of you and we can't wait I'm to so see. Ex- I'm so happy. Takes. I read a book that my friend wrote amen like what is published oh fuck um oh you want to play them out she's the out erica's gonna play you guys out with the what's it called fuck sounds with a k kill him bone that's the kill him bone okay bye you have to end at some point (laughs) (laughs) 